Hi, this is Robert Kiyosaki, and you're listening to Capital Hacking. This is the most important thing you can listen to today. I have a dream. With great power comes great responsibility. I can do this all day. This is it. Don't get scared now. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Cinderella story out of nowhere. It's in the home. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Welcome back to the big show. My name is Josh McCown. Grateful to be here with John Edwin. Oh, guys, we get to interview Richard C. Wilson, and you are going to learn so much today about a family office, how it operates, his uh, his website, billionaires.com, and I'm going to let him explain what those questions are that he asks those billionaires. Yeah, he does. He, he reveals a lot of secrets here. He talks about how he built a $6 million follower database on LinkedIn, which is un uncanny, and how he became, I thought you did a great job, John, talking about how he became the, the number one thought leader in the world on family offices, how they're structured, how they're created, and he's helped 200 people create them. All right, that's enough. But he does talk a little bit about his big event coming up uh, in mid-December, early December, right after Learn and Grow. So you're going to enjoy both. You can do both. I'll be doing both. We're going from Jersey to Florida, baby. Amen. Talk to you soon. Richard, as we always uh, thank you at the beginning of every show. The last time you and I got together uh, with John was episode 256. We're now well over uh, 300 episodes. Welcome back to the big show. Awesome. Thanks for having me here, Josh. Richard, thank you so much for hopping on with us. And uh, yeah, if you can give us a little bit of your backstory, how you got into the family office and then uh, the billionaires.com, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, sure. So 2007, I started the Investor Club. I was 25 years old back then. So um, last 16 years, we've spent about $25 million hosting 250 live events and had over a thousand speakers on stage. So I've learned quite a bit over doing all of that. Um, along the way, we've helped set up about 200 family offices for families. And we really got started in the space because we were trying to learn more about how do we work with family offices versus wealth advisors or high net worth investors. And when we tried to learn how to do so, we had read a Financial Times article uh, that was helpful or a Bloomberg article written by a journalist, but nobody who actually had worked in the industry was being a trail guide. And I was like, how backwards is this? That the wealthiest people on planet earth, there's no one positioning themselves as the most helpful person in that niche. And so I just decided to start creating content every day in that area. Now we have more thought leadership on family offices than the rest of the uh, brands globally combined. Um, wow. Just like you guys do in this podcast, same type of mindset, right? Uh, Richard, no one in the world is better at crystallizing the work you've done and the, anybody's done. You have a way, I compliment this all the time because it's all true. I've been at many, many of your events. I've had a chance to be on panels and stage and everything you just said is accurate, meaning, folks, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, what is this guy? Is he for real? He's for real. This is the real deal. This is the Richard C. Wilson, which is how you brand yourself on a lot of the Internet. But yeah. uh, I love how you threw out there. And it's all true. I remember meeting you five years ago and you had said, I've spent $12 million on the Internet. Now you're at $25 million on the Internet. And that's why so many of us know you. I mean, the other stats I saw on your social media the other day was like $6 million uh, followers on your collective assets. Can yeah. you just speak about the, like some, these were some really home runs you came up with early on about buying domains and all that cool stuff. Let's just give you a little marketing credit. Tell us what you've done. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. So I'm basically a marketing nerd who just stumbled on the family office space. And then because I've focused on it for 16 years, I know lots of families, lots of private investors, lots of how to structure a deal, conduct due diligence, put deals together, negotiate deals, just like you guys do. Um, so I've just swam in that pool for 16 years using those marketing skills. And because of that, we have built up our social media presence. Five of our 6 million uh, social media followers are on LinkedIn. Most of the rest are on uh, Facebook. Uh, about half a million are in the doctor dental space because we do medical dental, medical practice investments and work with a lot of doctors as investors, just like you guys do. Um, and so what I've learned along the way though, is that a lot of people don't believe it works. And I'll have people sitting in my office telling me, oh, I don't think that digital marketing works when it comes to the ultra wealthy, but they wouldn't be sitting there in the chair if it didn't work. And it's kind of like, well, you are the proof that it works. You know, like, you know, uh, so it does for sure. So uh, for some of our new listeners, can you uh, explain like, they're like, well, what is a family office? Could you explain that? I know. And I know you've, I think you were the first one that wrote a book on, on family offices, correct? We were one of the first uh, that wrote a book on family offices. There were other books talking about the industry, but we were for sure the first to have the word single family office in the title of a book. We were the first to write a book on how to start a family office, the first to write a book on sent to millionaires. Um, so we were the first in many of those categories at least. And then some people say like, oh, you pretty much created this space. Like we for sure did not. It's wonderful that some people give us that much credit, but we always correct them because at the end of the day, before I was born, there were family offices and people talking about it, right? And people that try to, claim too much looks silly, right? If you say you invented the internet or like I saw a nerd <laughs> commercial last week that said we invented the ball or something like that. I was like, wow, that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. uh, but domain names have helped speed up the whole process. So we early on bought familyoffices.com. We own investorclub.com. And then we spent 12 years and 150 emails to buy billionaires.com. Wow. So now we're interviewing hundred billionaires globally and um, happy to talk about that project a little bit. If, if you think that people be Oh, absolutely. Please, please tell us about that. Yeah. So basically after 16 years running family office club, we're thinking, okay, we've written a lot of materials on it and been very helpful on that. And a lot of ultra wealthy don't know that family offices exist. And it's basically a full balance sheet wealth management solution for people with, with a lot of capital to manage. They need different things than someone worth $200,000 or something. And so now we're looking forward and saying, okay, well, what's the next level that's not abandoning our sandbox, but it's another niche within the same sphere that's just going to provide a halo effect to Family Office Club. And it is interviewing 100 billionaires publicly and posting their interviews uh, on billionaires.com for free for everyone to see. We've done 27 interviews so far. And our goal is to make it the number one place to get insights from billionaires globally. And maybe it'll take us eight years, half the time a family office club took us to build, but however long it takes, we want to do the best job possible on ranking every book ever written by a billionaire, ask three questions to a hundred billionaires. So we have 300 answers, 300 insights from a hundred billionaires. And we're just excited about that project because we're always learning a lot from it. And uh, we'll move to another topic after one more thing. I've been at many of your events and you'll say from stage about the billionaires and the methodic nature you did over the last three years to say what you were going to do, Vivid Vision, to implement it, to doggedly say, I'm not going to read any book this year that wasn't written by a billionaire. And yeah. then there was one other thing you did that this audience can help you with. And that was 
please contact Richard. He'll give you his contact info. If you are connected, serve or know a billionaire that would be willing to speak to Richard because he really is trying to access and, and support the, the education of those billionaires to other billionaires into the world. So go ahead and make your pitch real quick and how to reach yeah. you. So we try to remove every piece of friction possible. If you are a billionaire listening to this right now, um, we don't need to have a phone call. There's no cost. There's no Zoom. There's no annoyance. There's not a series of sales pitches you're going to get afterwards. We just want your answers to the three powerful questions that Mark Cuban has answered, Tony Robbins has answered, Jeff Hoffman, Mitzi Perdue, Grant Cardone, spoken on stage at many of our events, et cetera. So we basically ask three really powerful questions. It's done via email or like Tony Robbins preferred to reply via audio message. That's fine. If you're just walking down the street and want to shoot us an audio message, it literally takes four to seven minutes, costs nothing, and we'll send it out and share it with our half a million people over email and our six million people via social media to spread the word and you'll help countless entrepreneurs for decades to come as we host this content. And if you are not a billionaire listening, uh, which I'm guessing is at least half of your audience here, like uh, <laughs> then we will thank you above the interview. So you're not going to be in some byline. We will thank you above the interview and link to your LinkedIn account and link to your website. And if we email it, blast it out to everybody, we will also thank you on social media and our email blast above the interview. When we put out our book, we'll thank you above the interview in the book, because we know that most people don't really get thanked for being so helpful. And that's how we're going to get a hundred interviews done is through introductions. I love it. Okay. So what are the three questions? Yeah. So the first one we say is what was the real turning point in your story? Like at what event uh, did everything change for you? And suddenly you had massive momentum and, and everything was night and day different. Um, the next thing we ask is what strategy is far more valuable than a million dollars that you wish somebody had told you about earlier on in your career? And then we ask people, what is the most costly mistake that you have made or you have seen investors and business owners make that could easily be avoided just by talking about it? And so the, re the real strategy here is to try to get the mental models out of the billionaire's brains and out to people. Because as I said at one of the conferences Josh was at, um, most people have read 200 business books in their life or way more. But when I have a room of 700 people and I say, who's read more than 10 books written by a billionaire? Not about a billionaire, but written by one. Usually zero hands go up, maybe two. We're all reading books written by people really good at marketing their books. And they're not really good at business compared to Richard Branson or Sarah Blakely or Taylor Swift, right? So Well said. So yeah. to, to reiterate, we're reading books about people who are great at writing books and marketing them, not the people who actually made a billion dollars. I think that is curious. Right. Right. But there is a book that you told me to read. Oh my gosh, I'm going to sound like a monkey. It's the guy, he's got this crate at Sam Zell. Sam yeah. Zell. I've read Sam Zell's Because of Yours, and uh, he said something like, Am I Being Too Subtle, I think is the title. Yeah. And then the other one you told me to read was, um, oof, slipping my the mind. Steve right Schwartzman now. one, maybe? Yes, Steve Schwartzman, who did BlackRock. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, boy, yeah. those two have been very impactful for the journey of those two gentlemen. Now, when you, when you think about Sam Zell, he was basically a raider of, of businesses and, and real estate at the right time. Let's jump from that into what you see now. And what is the omens that you and your family of family offices are yeah. seeing and doing in the world of the economy today in late 2023? Yeah. So it's a rapid fire number of comments because it's complex, but I think it's basically a slow motion train wreck of people with floating debt, bad debt, people that need rescue capital, people that will need to recapitalize their assets, 
as their rates start to float in a year and a half or three years from now, depending on how long those rate locks or rates were set at. It also slows down the acquisitions when it's harder to get debt in operating businesses and real estate. When there are acquisitions, they're at slightly lower price points or more equity rollover, which means there's less money in people's pockets. A lot of my investors right now are not allocating as quickly. We had a member of our club sell, they came to us, bought a cannabis company for 12 million. They just sold it for $100 million about a year and a half ago, thank God. Uh, they are seeing a 90% reduction in capital flows. Uh, Carta put out, they manage like cap table software for people. And they put out a note, I think saying it was a 60% reduction in private capital flows this year versus last year. And since Israel went to war, people are even more confused on what's going on in the world and which way things are headed. Um, I think that credit and income strategies are up. Things with collateral behind them are up. Real assets and people that have real forced appreciation. If you can sell 900 weddings through a venue, like you know how to make money and you might just be buying assets cheaper now and then stuffing 900 weddings through there. Maybe the weddings sell for 32,000, so 37,000 this year. I don't know. You would know better than me. But um, if you know how to turn the wheel and you're not playing on just a momentum game, then now is the time where it's really going to favor you. You'll get assets at a discount. And, and Sam Zell says, um, Howard Marks as well, that when other people are not buying is when you want to be buying, right? And when it looks toxic is when you're getting the deal of a lifetime, right? So it's an exciting time. And um, the last thing I'd say is that um, Bitcoin having end of April, full disclosure, I've got about 10 Bitcoin and 120 different tokens that I just passively invest in like, you know, one or 2% of my net worth. And uh, with the halving coming up end of April, uh, investors are pretty bullish that Bitcoin is going to be doing well through through May. It's interesting you mentioned Bitcoin because you were talking about hard assets. And I was going to ask you if you considered cryptocurrency as a hard asset. Hi, this is Melanie McCallan. Josh and I are just so grateful for the many investors who have already joined us at Accountable Equity. Accountable Equity is so much more than a capital group. It's really a community of accredited investors that want to learn and grow together. I just want to personally invite you, if you want to find out more about this type of investment and see if it's right for you and your family, please visit us at accountableequity.com. You can fill out the contact form. We'll get right back to you and see if this is a great fit for you and your family. We'd love to meet you. We look forward to learning about you please visit us at accountableequity.com. Hey, it's Hal Elrod, author of The Miracle Morning, and you're listening to Capital Hacking. Enjoy. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not smart enough to label it this or that or explain why it's labeled that way. But, you know, I missed out on the sports betting trend, missed out on the cannabis trend, missed out on all the crypto kids in 2012 who got laughed off stage by the gray haired real estate guys at my own events. And I ignored them. If I just put 5,000 bucks into it, then, you know, all those kids are on a beach somewhere right now. And um, so I don't smoke cigars. I haven't smoked, I haven't drank alcohol in 12 years. I've never tried drugs, but I own psychedelicmushrooms.com and I own part of a psychedelic mushroom company because I don't want to miss out on that trend. I don't want to miss out on crypto going to half a million one day, maybe. So I put very little mental energy into such things. I focus on real estate that makes money, medical practices that make money, things that have collateral behind them. But, you know, a couple percent of my net worth, I throw into these things that might turn into the next crypto thing down the road. Well, that brings us to another part of your life is putting on very significant large scale events where you create the space, the space where conversations happen, deals get done. 
So as we wrap up here, can you just share what's coming up in December? Yeah, awesome. Love to. So basically, we have our family office super summit, uh, December 5th to 7th. Um, and some of our speakers there, Mark Victor Hansen, co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, sold 500 million copies of his books. Joe Williams, co-founder of Keller Williams Realty with 200,000 real estate agents. We have a whole panel of professional athletes. We have a couple billionaire keynote speakers. We have Jock speaking on stage. who's had $2 billion exits. And most importantly, we have 120 speakers on stage in one conference stream. So um, most conferences go slowly. And you've got some economics professor from Oxford that's showing some economic graphs and everybody fell asleep 40 minutes ago. Uh, I get bored easily. I don't want to be bored at my own event. So I script every discussion panel question based on what I'm curious at after going to 250 live events. And we try to have our events super fast paced. There are no breaks besides lunch. If you don't like one of the discussion panels, you can go take a break whenever you get bored. Uh, we try to make that not happen. But we try to make our event feel like an F1 race while others feel like watching golf on TV. That's kind of our goal. <laughs> so uh, did you, Josh, did you say where the where where will this event be at, Richard, and how do people sign up for it? Yeah, good point. That'd be a, a good detail to mention. Uh, so December 5th, 6th, and 7th is the three-day event. Um, 120 speakers on stage in Fort Lauderdale. It's at the West End Beachfront Hotel. We already sold out the whole hotel. Um, so within 0.2 miles, there's three other venues. You can walk the minute and a half in the nice beach atmosphere. Um, if you're a doctor, a dentist, or an investor, very strictly not allocating capital, uh, then you may qualify to come in as our guest. If you're somebody raising capital, there are six membership options and ticket options at familyoffices.com. And it's a great event to bring a spouse, business partner, one of your children. I'm bringing my seven-year-old to a couple of events this next week where I'm going to see Josh in Florida, for example, and you can groom the next generation or keep the spouse happy at the beach there in Fort Lauderdale with the nice weather in December. Yep. And I will be there with you. So if anybody wants to meet with us in person, we'll be at the event. By the way, we'll be doing the event at in New Jersey, the two days before that up here, learn and grow at Renault. But all of nice. that's available in the notes, folks. Um, I believe uh, your team has been gracious to offer me a panel spot. We'll find out if that works out. I would love to. Sure. I'll tell you what, I have such great event experiences with you, and I've, I'm going to keep this in mind next time I go to one of your events. It's an F1 race instead of a golf on TV. You're kind of right about that. It is a different flavor. Like there's just constant presentations, somebody doing something cool, really great panels, and then people are constantly meeting too. So there's really there's a high momentum. Yeah, we try to make it uh, exciting and interesting. That's one thing I've learned from billionaires is that other people might see them as hardworking to them. They're very curious, voracious learners, read a lot, and they only work on exciting exponential projects. Um, so we've been putting a lot of energy back into our own platform to make it more exciting. And you know, if anybody wants to learn more, uh, sometimes text messages just don't get lost compared to other things. So you can always shoot me a text. It's just uh, 305-333-1155. Um, or you can just go to familyoffices.com. But um, yeah, appreciate how you having there at the event, Josh. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Richard. Take care. Bye, John. Bam! Straight! We just got, yeah, to buddy. End, we got to the end of another great show. And everyone listening right now, you're the family. Family and friends, thanks for staying till the end. That was so fun. And hey, hit the like. Hit subscribe. We're here to serve you guys. That's why we're doing this show. Josh is not paying me. I'm doing this off of my quote-unquote sweat equity because we want to make a difference in your life. And then that ripple effect will continue to touch the world.
Hey, amen, brother. Please check us out on capitalhacking.com, all the social media threads. And yes, I know you've probably already sent this episode to one of your best friends. Thank you. We <laughs> love you. Just, just go right into your iPhone, hit the plus symbol. We'll talk to you later. See you next week. Share, share, share.